Hello, everyone. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. We want you to know that you can always find us and just go to terrymize.com and find um, your ways through to audio and video over on YouTube. And then anywhere there's a podcast platform, you can get uh, that audio as well. So we're here today to talk to you about, again, some great, great things that Terry has preached and ministered around the world for almost 52 years. And darling, you have got some wonderful stories. And in this series here of Pulling Down Strongholds, um, this is uh, part of your legacy series yes, it that is. you've had. So no, that means it's old. It, huh? That means it's that old. That means it's old. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, um, there's a book that's going to come out this year about about this very same thing. So we're excited to talk to you about this because this stuff really, really works. That's the key. You know, if it didn't work, I wouldn't do it. That's right. That's right. It's not theory. It's what is a lifestyle. And we're so grateful about that. So your basic verse to this has been uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. Yeah. And just we've already talked about how th- things start with a thought. A strong, you have a thought, then you have an imagination, then you have a stronghold. And we spent time talking about that in prior programs, but we want to really get into that and just talk some more about it today and uh, help you really understand God's interested in how you think. He's interested in what you say, and then he's certainly interested in, in things that might be a real negative side of life that have what the Bible calls a stronghold that has not been a good thing. No, that's true. And go ahead and and uh, go back uh, three programs because so, we're doing a three-part series. Mm-hmm. Today's the third part. So go back and pick up the other two so you don't get lost. And uh, we're going to try to make this one, you know, sit on its own tub, on its, uh, sit on its own bottom <laughs> and uh, have its own information. But still, there's two other podcasts right. uh, before this one where we're dealing with this, where Paul writes to the church at Corinth, and he deals with these three areas. Uh, we, we said really these three areas of the mind. Yes. And we said that the church really didn't like to talk about the mind, that kind of thing, and maybe that's weird or, yeah. or something, you mm-hmm. know, and then taboo. And, it gets but a God has a lot to say in the people. Bible about your mind, and he has a lot to say in the Bible about meditation, which is you. And you, you gave such wonderful mind. scriptures gave on a lot that. of scriptures, lot of last scriptures podcast, about the mind. And, and didn't yeah. get through. There's still a whole no, bunch more. No, there's still a whole bunch more. Uh, True. But God has a lot of scriptures in the Bible. Uh, concerning our mind. And of course, 2 Timothy 1 7 says, God has not given us the spirit yes. of fear, but he has given us the spirit of love, huh. the spirit of power, and the spirit of a sound, sound mind. mind. You know, I am today? just um, I'm just upset and offended at the devil. The last few years, I guess maybe what, couple of decades maybe, that all of a sudden uh, we've developed, America's developed these neurological diseases. Yes. I mean, I hate them. I despise them. I, it's devilish. It's demonic. It's not right. And uh, for someone to be put away in a in a nursing home and they no, don't know their right. own name, they don't know their husband, their wife, their, their kids, that's their so grandkids, uh, to me that's just a, a hellish a position to that's be right. in that you're literally trapped in prison in your own mind. No, that's you know, right. I've always said since I was a, I don't know, since I was just a young minister, I'd, uh, and I've said to you many times, right. you know, that, that hey, if you if you get trapped in your body, right. you can't get out. You get trapped in your mind, you can't yeah. get out. Uh, you might as well go to heaven. 
Yeah, I mean, if heaven's fun. a real place, let's go. Let's go where we're not trapped and in prison. But but I get really upset about these neurological diseases, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and dementia and and uh, just uh, I, I hate it. I despise it. It's not right. And I tell no, you what, if you've got a loved that's really one from hell. that's in in that situation and they don't know who they are, they don't know who you are, they don't know their family, you start using these scriptures that that's we've right. been talking about, that's right. and you walk into that nursing home and love on them and lay your hand on them pray before you get there that's right and just lay your hand on them as father in the name of jesus uh they've not been given the spirit of fear but they have been given the spirit of love they have been given the spirit of power that's and right. in the name of jesus they have been given the spirit of a sound, sound mind. mind and i command clarity to come to yes, them that's right and i tell you what you just call them out of that in the fog and call right. them into clarity even if it's just one one last time so they can communicate and go to heaven yeah, you know, that's so important uh, in this day and time to have uh, a sound mind, intelligence, and have all of that restored back to you. You know, I, I, I found those scriptures over in Daniel chapter 4 several years ago that just stuck out to me because you and I have, have seen so many people have issues with memory and recall no, right. and rec, uh, cognizance and recognition, you know, of their family sure. and stuff. But over in Daniel chapter 4, it's one of the strangest chapters in the whole Bible because God lets a Babylonian pagan king <laughs> who later on believed in God to yes. write his story about how he had gotten lifted up in pride and gave himself all of the accolade for what he had accomplished in his kingdom. And because of that, uh, he was literally judged and didn't, didn't give God glory and ended up uh, in, in, a, in a very uh, animalistic mental state and physical state for seven years. Oh, yeah. But the Bible says... You know, actually, that's two of my scriptures in this in this series on, yeah. on uh, pulling down strongholds right. because because he gets delivered of all that. He gets delivered. And he comes back, back in verse 34 himself. and verse 36 and says that he's received back... Uh, the use of his mind, the right use That's of his right. mind. That's right. He says, when I came to myself and the right use of my mind returned to me, he said, and then my reason, uh, you know, and my logic and all of that came back. The right use of my mind came back to me. He said, then I bless the Lord. Then, let me, hello. Let me read it to you. I Daniel, Daniel 4.34. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes unto heaven. And mine understanding returned to me. Isn't that wonderful? God. It's coming uh, back to me. <laughs> and I blessed the Most High. I tell you what, I'd bless the Most High too if my reason and understanding Been came back to me. Been gone for seven years. <laughs> and, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Then verse 36, at the same time my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and my brightness returned to me, and my counselors and my Lord sought me, and I was established in my kingdom. Kingdom and excellent majesty was added to me. Isn't that wonderful? His I mean, mind came back. His, his reasoning mind, came back. And he was better than he was before. See, everything with God is his wisdom, understanding, yeah. knowledge. Knowledge. All that. Wisdom, understanding, all, always. You always find those three those running three around together. together. I just think that verse of Scripture is absolutely one of the most profound things to pray over yourself. I have the right use of my mind. Yes. I have my reasoning and my understanding, and it returns to me. And God gives me favor because of that. And I am. Uh, you know, like it says, they in Ezekiel, I think it is eighteen. It says, and they and my people will prosper into royal estate. Yes. 
Yeah. And I always think God wants to put us back where we were, even better where we were. After Job, all the things he went through, he got twice back yes. of what the devil stole yes. from him. So it's important for us to have the right use of our mind. And that verse you were quoting over there in Timothy, that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Some people get get. Um, ill in their mental and emotional faculties and fall into depression because of fear and because of worry. And so God, God doesn't want us to have that spirit of fear, but to have love and to have his power and then have a cr- sound, mind a sound mind so that you can think logically and Not intelligently. Not just a sound mind, it's the spirit of spirit. a sound mind. And I think that's so I important mean, for us to realize it, that, it to us, yes. that it comes from the mind of God, the spirit of God, and the spirit of a sound mind. Absolutely. So what we've been talking about is that Paul wrote to the Corinthians and he said, look, when you get a thought that you shouldn't have, Right. You need to arrest it as a dangerous criminal. You need to bring it into the captivity don't put up and with obedience it of Jesus Christ. But if, an, if, you, if you don't do that and if right. you mess around with it and play with it, then that thought's going to become an imagination. And then Paul said, then with that imagination is going to lift itself up, right. exalt itself against the things of God, against the knowledge of God. So in other words, it's going to, you're going to know what the Bible says, but that's going to override it. Say, yeah, but that's really not right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but the Bible says I'm healed. Yeah, but you're really sick. No, yeah, but no, the Bible no. says I'm probably, yeah, but you're really poor. Yeah, but the Bible's, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, and it's going to try to exalt itself against right. the knowledge of God. And Paul said, you're going to have to, you're going to have to cast that thing down. But if you don't, oh my. you keep messing with it, giving it a place, thinking about it, letting that imagination get out of control. Right. It will become a stronghold. That's right. And if it becomes a stronghold, then Paul said, you're going to have to get up in there and pull that thing down. I mean, you're going to have to deal with that. That's right. Uh, or you're going to be in trouble. Well, it's just like hearing a bad report on, uh, you know, uh, on the news or something, or you read a, uh, you know, a scary headline about this is coming and that's coming and and uh, this the weather's going to yeah, be like right this. Now they're talking the corona human the, the human coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people are fear mongering and right. and uh, trying to play it to their position and trying right. to play politics with it or trying to trying to even play the stock market with it. Uh, but we know what the Word of God says about healing. God, healing is God's idea. That's right. God thought it up. He invented it. That's right. And God's attitude always is that he's proactive with everything. He tells you what to say before the trouble comes. He tells you what to do before the mountain gets there. <laughs> before you, and it starts out with thoughts. It starts out with thoughts. And you so know, Isaiah 55 verse 8 says, for my thoughts. Yeah. God says, for my thoughts. Are not your thoughts. That's right. My ways are not your ways. Are not your ways. But And verse 7 of that chapter says that let the wicked man forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return again unto the Lord and he'll, he will abundantly pardon. So even as a believer... We can get off out there in our own thinking, in our own ways, and we can end up in trouble. But the Lord says, if you'll return, he'll abundantly pardon and he'll put you back in that position. But the the very next verse you just quoted was that for my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and your thoughts are not my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So we've got to go to higher thoughts, higher thinking in order to combat the lower class thought of fear and worry and doubt or something else in there that tries to exalt itself. Absolutely. Let me finish the verse. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. 
For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returns not, but waters, waters. the earth, and makes it to bring forth in bud, that That's it may right. give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Hallelujah. It shall not what a return God. unto me void or empty. <laughs> but it shall accomplish the thing which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Hallelujah. Isn't that marvelous? Well, it is. And he it's, says, think like me. Come up here. Think that's like That's right. Think like, and, it's, and it works on every verse of Scripture for every cell of your brain. <laughs> and if you'll begin to put the Word in there like that, God helps you rise to a place. And it says there, as you just read, that His Word does not return void. It will accomplish the thing. Absolutely. It'll do the job. It'll do the work. God's word, we've talked about this often. T.L. Osborne's quote is that every word of God has within its DNA the ability to produce what it promises. So when you are speaking the word of God and saying it out of your mouth proactively, preventatively, then you're able to receive the promises of God. And it's such a joyous thing to see that joy just comes all over you when you realize you won the battle of the mind. You won over that thought. Yes, you yes. won over that Don't area. Don't allow the devil to take your relative's mind. That's right. Your mother, your 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 mother-in-law. You your, can be the watchman on the your wall. Grandfather, uh, <laughs> the intercessor. Don't, don't allow their mind to be taken over by the devil. There's just too many scriptures in the Word of God That's where right. God's talking about your mind. He's talking about your thoughts. He's talking about your your meditations. Right. You know, Psalms one says, "Blessed is a man." That's that right. walketh not in the counsel of the Such ungodly, nor standeth three, in the way one, of sinners, three, three. nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in this law does he what? Meditate. Meditate. Does he, med he thinks about it. In this law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his That's season. That's the kind of mind you his can His leaf have. also shall not wither, and whatsoever... <laughs> whatsoever, whatsoever That's a big he doeth shall <laughs> prosper. Isn't that marvelous? That's oh, marvelous. I mean, that just covers everything in your life. That if we, if you meditate, you know, like uh, ponder, study the Word of God, then it becomes a part of you. It becomes your mind. It becomes your vocabulary, and you begin to speak and think the Word of God. And and just like Proverbs says, you deliver yourself. Mm -hmm. as a rower gazelle would from the hand of the hunter. You Absolutely. no longer are the stalked. You're the the victor. <laughs> you're winning in every situation in life because you've won over the you've won the battle of your own thoughts. And that's such a victorious place to realize how to function in that uh, your whole life so that the lusts of your flesh don't carry you off. And, uh, you know, somebody telling you, I, I never like that phrase, Terry, somebody say, well, you deserve that. Well, you know, Basically, we deserve hell. We deserve but hell. But Jesus rescued us and gave us heaven. <laughs> yeah, but in the, you know, now that now that I've moved up out of the, from under the barrel, thank God and I don't get what I deserve. I know, I know, I know. But but the the flesh and pride and all these things, just like you were talking about that conversation in the mind, you have to have because that mind wants to. Uh, human nature is to justify um, what the lust of the flesh want or the pride of life wants, and to to make yourself seem uh, your needs and your wants superior to the Word of God. Mm -hmm. But that's where the battle is. It's you have a thought here, and it's trying to 
overstep its bounds and, and exalt itself above the word of God. And you have to pull the word of God back out and show it who's boss. You have to say, no, this is what's superior to my life. It's not what I think. It's what God has said. Amen. And that's what we want to learn every day of our lives and practice. Amen. I like it. <laughs> I thought of another verse of Scripture. Oh, over, I've got a bunch of them. Well, I want you to read yours. But I'll, I'll give this one, and then I'll be quiet. But I want you to look here. I just think this is so good for women. Who, who believes that? <laughs> this is so good for women. It's over here in, in what uh, Peter was writing, and he's talking um, about marriage, and he's talking about women, and he's talking about how they should work together intelligently. But it says there that, that if a woman will not give way to his hysterical fears you'll and and let anxieties unnerve you i mean hysterical fears and anxieties unnerve you i've been there i know what that feels like i know where you're, you're just like oh no oh no oh no but it says we'll be the true daughters of sarah if we don't let our thoughts give way to hysterical fears or anxieties unnerve us and i like that phrase terry in the amplified bible because it's a it's a declarative phrase that helps us emancipate ourselves from the things of the emotional mental realm that are not helping us uh, win in the battle of the of the mind there you go now you can do your Amen. scriptures I like it. well <laughs> there's so many scriptures oh I know they're this. wonderful so, every you know, one I was of thinking them. a while ago when I was reading uh, uh, Psalms 1 yes I was thinking about decades ago when you and Dean oh yeah and Jackie and I we're preaching in, I don't remember if it was Jonesboro, Arkansas, or if it was Blyville, Arkansas. But we were preaching in... I think it was Jonesville. You think it was Jones... I think it was Jonesville. The Jonesville, Jonesboro. 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 Yeah. That's it, Jonesboro. And we were preaching in some churches there, and also yes. at Full Gospel Businessmen uh, uh, Fellowship meeting right. there. <laughs> and we were in the home of some friends of ours. That's right. And... Uh, and, and they happen to be a, a black couple, a black family. And I've had people jump on me over the years and say, Brother Terry, why would, why would you mention somebody who was black? And and I've had a lot of my black friends say that to me. Why would, why would you think, why would you mention somebody who was black? I say, because if I don't, yes. you think I was with a white person. Right. <laughs> and they say, I never thought of that. I mean, one time and this was of, such a sweet family. I mean, a Wonderful friend of mine family. and I was out fishing one time, and he's a black guy. And so I came home and told him, I said, hey, I was out fishing with a friend of mine. He's a black guy. And they said, how come? How come you have to say he's a black guy? Mm. I said because if I don't, you you think that I wouldn't fish with anybody but a white guy. You, right. As soon as I say I was out fishing with a friend of mine, you saw two white guys in the boat. Right. You know. No, so, that's true, Terry. So there is a distinction. Yes. You know. And anyway, this family, we were in their home, and uh, dear friends of ours, and they had a little boy. I forget his Precious. name. Precious. Oh, he I wish be, I could. He must be an old guy now. Yeah, he's an old guy now. <laughs> but, that was. But he was about three years long, old. Long, long time ago. Forty years ago. Four, maybe four. Yeah. And. Uh, we were just talking, you know, <laughs> me and you and, and Jackie and we were Dean the and house with our them. friends. And yeah. We're sitting there visiting and talking with Billy and his wife. And, and uh, all of a sudden, this little kid decided to preach. The cutest He walked thing. in the room with a suit on. Suit on. Had his suit on. <laughs> None of the rest of us had a suit on. It wasn't church day. No, he was know. the cutest thing. He walks in the living room with a suit. And he walks up to the coffee table yes. and he had one of the big 25-pound Bibles on, right. the, on the coffee table, you know. <laughs> and he flipped that Bible open to Psalms 1. Yes. And he began to preach. Oh, it was spectacular. And I mean, he it preached. Was, I wish we'd have had a way to record that back then because it was just 
spectacular and, and certainly memorable. And he started off and said, blessed is the man. Yes. <laughs> and we just all sat there and looked at him. <laughs> and he said, say that. So we said, blessed is the man. And he said, that walketh not. And we said, walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, in the counsel of the ungodly. <laughs> and he got down to that part where it says, and, and, and he shall be like a tree planted yes, by the rivers right. of water. I remember. And, and he said, he shall be like a tree. And we said, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Planted by the river. And then he just got stuck there. And he said, and he took the back of his hand like this. And he hit the Bible. He said, be a tree. <laughs> Be a tree. I said, be a tree. We got so tickled, but yet there was an anointing on I lost on, my breath. There was an anointing on breath. that that we yes. thought, you know what, we've we better, we better be a tree. Yeah, we better be a tree, and we've now, never forgotten I've heard lots of preachers that. preach, and I've forgotten their sermons, but I never forgot his sermon. We never forgot his sermon. And I'm still working on being a tree. That's right. Every time we read that, we think, you got to be a tree. Be, <laughs> you be know, a tree. That was that same message, that at same town where you were preaching there in the hotel for the Full Gospel Businessmen. Mm -hmm. And Matt, I, I had gone out to go to the ladies' room, and Matt came running out of the out of the conference room mm -hmm. with my checkbook with your checkbook in, and he slid into me as i was coming today. out in the hall he slid on his knees up to me with the yeah, checkbook like playing baseball yeah just like you're playing baseball Sliding in the home plate he had my checkbook and a pen and he said here mom write brother terry a check for ten thousand dollars he's my best partner he was your best partner and it was the cutest thing and we've never forgotten it out of that meeting there in in jonesboro arkansas about be a tree and Right, Brother Terry, ten thousand dollars checks, oh, exactly <laughs> and I thought, right. and that was out of the mouths of babes. That was out of the mouths seriously, of little children. You and know so, what? That reminds me of some dear friends of mine. Well, yours too. Yeah. This young married couple. Right. And I have known them. Uh, I have known both him and her since they were little kids. You've known him since his little kid, but I've known both him and her. Right. She's from Michigan. He's from Texas. Right. And right. Uh, I've known them since since they little, little. Yeah. They're both preacher's kids. Right. Both their dads right. are pastors. Right. And uh, she started supporting me um, when she was just a teenager. Right. She'd send me $10 a month. That's true. That's true. And then whenever she got married to her husband, uh -huh. she talked to him about them supporting us. Right. And... Uh, she told him, she said, I want to give Brother Terry $100,000. <laughs> and he said, whoa, we don't have $100,000. She said, I know it, but I know how to operate in faith. She said, so I want us right now to sit down and pray and mm -hmm. write out a check to Brother Terry for $100,000. He said, we don't have $100,000 to make the, to make the check good. She said, I know that. We won't put it in the bank right now, but we're going to write it out. And so they sat down and prayed that they would be able to give me $100,000 for missions. And they wrote the check out, right. $100,000, right. put it in the drawer, and prayed over it for three years. Yes. I mean, they'd get that check out and pray over it and say, Father, we're going to be able to deposit this check. Hallelujah. And, carry. And, and I mean, they'd do that for three years and then uh, call me one day and they said, Brother Terry, guess what? <laughs> and they sent me that check for $100,000 and it was good as gold. Hallelujah. But they had they had meditated on that. Right. They had prayed on that. They right. had had that in their heart right. all those years. And that's just like that's what was in Matt's heart when he was just a little guy. Right. So let's get Brother Terry a check for ten thousand dollars. God puts those things there, and no, they'll that's right. they'll begin to take root and produce fruit. Well, and that's the positive side of of thoughts, of thoughts, of imaginations, imaginations, and, and yeah, strongholds, exactly. because that becomes 
uh, what we're grounded in, what we're rooted in, what's taken uh, real form and shape in our lives. And so we want to we want to continually remind you of these scriptures about your mind and your soul, your will and your emotions. When we live in a generation, Terry, that is just emotionally fraught about every single thing that's going on and people want everybody to love them. They want everybody to, oh, you know, don't say anything that'll make me uneasy, you know, or make me feel fearful. And I think to be a tree, they need to be a tree, (laughs) you know, just just be a tree, figure it out that you have to have a strong, sound mind full of the word of God to have wisdom, to have intelligence, a double minded man, unstable in In all all his ways. ways. You don't want single minded fear. You know, it's like bitter and sweet water, like James said in that same book. How can bitter and sweet water come out of the same mind? Well, how can fear and faith come out of the same mind thinking you know, the fear thoughts. and faith don't live in the same house. No, they house. don't. They don't live in the same house. Mm. One of them has to get evicted, and you're the one that has to be the landlord to say who goes. No, you know, right. We're so excited about the good things of God and the glory of God, the Word of God, the promises of God, the intelligence of the God that we serve that created everything we see, hear, feel, taste, and smell. Surely, out of this book, you can find something that will bring uh, intelligence and peace and joy into your soul. Well, our time is gone for today, but we will always want to remind you, go over and sign up on our YouTube channel at Terry Mize Ministries. Subscribe to that. That seems to make a big deal to YouTube if we have yes. subscribers. So please go there and, and uh, subscribe to that. That's and right. Anytime you see something, like it, or, or, or if it's something to view, view it 25 times. That, that seems to impress those people. And we will enjoy ministering to you any time of the day or night. God bless you, and always remember... You are more than conquerors. Amen. Bye-bye, y'all.